Let's fucking make a goddamn podcast. something that you did yeah. I have like a series of like different ones uh, that's why I wanted to name it honorable Oni is uh-huh. because like I see people the Oni the mask itself there's a reason why it's so iconic you know yeah so I, I yeah I'll definitely have to check that I, I like I mean, that's why this tattoo was done this way is yeah. because I like the Japanese style, you know, and I don't know anything about it, but, um, I've, I did a little research, Yeah, nothing crazy, but what I like about it is it calls you when you want it to, or when you need it. It's not something that, yeah, yeah. it's just, I, I've always something about the, the, that art style has always been, um, it draws me to it. You know, or I, I don't know what whatever you want to say, but it's just uh, it's it, I think it's fucking beautiful. I, I mean, it it's not like anything you've ever seen. You know, the stories or yeah, there's like yeah, exactly. Oh my god, it's like fucking modern day um, hieroglyphics or something. Yeah. It's crazy. There's story. Yeah, there's, and that's what I want to get. You know, that's why I did. You know, I'm I had it like put all together with these tattoos I already had. You know, and I had it worked into it. But um, if you look at yourself whenever you talk and you look at your eyes, look in the mirror. Like, oh, I know. I got giggle cookie eyes is what we've you, always. You look just like a honey mask. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Even when you smile, your eyes, everything. Look at look at the images. Look at the images. Yeah. You, you are definitely. You, I, you I look, never have. That's that's a new thing. I've never. No one's ever told me that. That's for sure. Not not to be confused there's an oni and a hanya there's there's two different things one like bad or there's good and bad like everything in in japanese folklore there's there's a duality everything's good and bad like they'll have one that's so disgusting and gross and you're like well what the fuck do i want that for and then they'll be like oh that's that's pretty cool well i think it's you know we all have an like an ugly side yeah and we have a pretty side or like the light in the dark you know and like we were talking about earlier man like Bad, there's always going to be bad shit going on. And there's, you know, it's like what you do with the bad is, I mean, ultimately how you're, how it's going to play out. I mean, you can either let it fucking take you over and um, Mm -hmm. just give in to the bad or, you know, you can figure out a way to make it a positive. I mean, every great epic has it. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. The good guys don't always win in the beginning or the middle. Most no. of the time most of the time in, in those type of stories they win at the end, but like with like with that example, they had to go through many movies to get mm-hmm. to the fucking win. You know what I mean? Although there was always Never that count s- them out. There was always that ceremony at the end of every fucking Star Wars where they got medals, like what the fuck? From the Federation or whatever. But I was just like, dude, really? But I, you know, tanked. They tanked, but they'll get a medal for it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and then like, I don't know. I think that's. I, I think about that shit a lot too. Like, 
how we are so quick to give people accolades and awards for not doing anything. Yeah. You know, here yeah. we are struggling and we've done, we've given a lot. Yeah. You know, I, again, you don't know all of this, all of my life and all my stories and I don't know all of yours. Right, yeah. And I know that we're Like I said earlier, we're going to get to that. But and, I can see it in you and you can see it in me. Yeah. I mean, just the, I mean, just the fact that like, we are simpatico, you know, like on a lot of shit, you know, it says a lot mm. and it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't mean anything necessarily to, to everyone, but no, it means no. something to me. It means something to me. You know, you said something that I didn't even tell Like when you said that about the dating thing, that's why I went with Amy. Yeah. <laughs> but that's where I was at at the time. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you. I would never tell anybody, but I was poly back then, and I just called it my rotation. Yeah, well, I mean, and back then, I didn't. You know, when we talk about back then, I didn't know that that's what I wanted either. I had no fucking clue. I didn't even know what poly was when I was married. But I'm. It's funny that you said something that you know talking about your ex-wife, and I'm like, if my ex-wife would have just said, "I want some." other dick i would have said sure no problem i wouldn't have even actually i probably wouldn't have even cared if it was you know if i was able to do that too i would have just been like please you know i mean like think if i knew then what i know now i would probably still be married oh yeah oh most definitely you know what i mean if she knew then what i know now we would still be married like i'll say this the most successful relationship i've ever been in was the one that i got cheated on the most the entire time it was her sexually she needed to be fulfilled in ways that appear like a man but I didn't she was not that you gotta get closer to the mic oh damn yeah oh, we're rolling baby are we, oh we are oh, yeah okay. I be, we've been rolling for 13 minutes oh damn well okay cool so like we don't have to use headphones unless you want to monitor oh, yourself to, yeah I didn't know we were partnering right on so there you go yeah so like Honestly, I've told everybody since, what, 93, 94? Yeah. Um, sex is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be enjoyable. It's supposed to be really, really good uh, or really, really bad. But if it's bad, teach them, you know. But uh, I've told all of them, including my second wife, <clears throat> I can do the monogamy thing. I prefer not to, but I care about you that much if yeah. that's a requirement. However, if you break that trust, then I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to do. Yeah. It, it's not because I'm trying to get even. It's because, look, if you got someone that's saying, I just want to be your everything, and if that means you need another thing, I'll take it. Because I want your you to be my everything, you know. I am not stupid or naive enough to believe that like one person can be with one person and that be the end all be all for the rest of life. Otherwise look at divorce. You know what I mean? Um, but whenever I give them that option and they don't take it like a hundred percent, none of them to take it, none of them, then it, it gets kind of disappointing because you look at the way things are going and you're like, all you had to do is say something. I'm yeah. not mad because you fucked a dude or whatever. Right. Or a chick. I'm mad because 
You telling me I can't? Like, well, what makes you a bigger, better, badder person than me? <clears throat> a lot of uh, it's the sneaky part for me. I can't yeah. take people sneaking behind my back. I'm I've always been a very like paranoid type person my whole mm-hmm. life. Like even when I was a kid. You know, I, yeah. and like when I was a teenager and I was like smoking weed mm. all the time, mm. holy shit, it was like to the thousandth degree. You know what I mean? Like I was always paranoid. Like I couldn't ride in a car. Really? I don't even see you though. Oh like, God, man. dude. I, oh, it's something I had to work on. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. I've done a lot of work in these, in the last like six years, you know, my life yeah. and it's not an easy thing when you when you marry someone and you live with them for twenty years, you lose twenty years. Y- yeah, wow. You lose part of yours. That's half my life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, well, nineteen years, whatever. Uh, any rate. Right. Um, but still, I got to applaud you on that one. Yeah, it's and and I would have stayed, you know, but you know, but you lose part of yourself. Mm-hmm. You become, uh, you know, Brangelina. You become this this, this weird, like, couplet thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, I don't know. It's hard to understand. But, but I know who I was before I was married. Mm-hmm. And I know who I was. I did not know who I was when I left that marriage. Yeah, totally. Me either. Yeah. I was didn't completely know, lost. Did, I really thought I didn't know how to kiss a woman. Really? We, we had gotten to the point where kissing you didn't each even other, kiss. We didn't even kiss. Now, and like I said, this is this is where this is where I, I can break it down. If you love someone and you have memories with that person, nobody wants to trade those in for some piece of ass. Right. It's just a piece of ass. Yeah. You've built something. You built something with this person, right? But whenever you both don't feel like you're fulfilled anymore, and that happens with everybody, you don't need MDMA to make that that relationship better. You need to realize that you don't own a person that the only way for you to grow is to water that and make it better and feed yeah. it. Um, and you water it by communication. Communication, yeah. Trust. Not being afraid to tell the other person, look, babe, I don't know that I can see you with another man, but if that's what you need to make you happy, yeah. know that as long as you, as long as you will have me, I'll be here to I'll see you. you. Yeah. Because your happiness matters more to me than my baggage that says, oh, that's wrong. Yeah. Um, but in my case, it was more like I like sex as a, as a, as a fun thing. It's an activity. I've never put too much emotion into it. It's, it's, I don't think sex is any better or worse with, with or without emotion. I think it's just more you, you kind of have to play that role as a, as a man or a woman. Oh, they want it to be more special. So let's. Some people. crying at the end of sex before. Some people need. A connection. Some people need that, um, you know, I guess what you would call making it feel special or whatever, you know, but like for some, for you, like you, like for me, I can't speak for you. I don't know why I tried, but like I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, when I was married, I literally took it as like, I'm going to work. Yep. That yep. was it. Like I had, I had to get I, one I hit the clock. Well, no, it, it, well, I was more concerned with giving hers you know, her, hers Mm -hmm. and making sure she was satisfied. And then once that was done, then I get mine. And then I was like, okay, I did my job. I can go to sleep. There's another parallel. You know what I mean? Except for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, it became a a job just like we were talking about with doing something you love 
and getting paid for it is different than just doing a fucking job. Right. Because yeah, I do a job right now. Yeah. It's, it's a full-time job. It pays the fucking bills, but it's not something that I love. I I couldn't give a shit. If, if the place burned down, I would not give a fuck yeah. unless it was like people were inside. Then I'd care. What you're really doing in, in, in either, either the cases, either the marriage or at the job. And right, I was just using the job as an analogy. But, but what, yeah, but see, if this is like every day for everybody. There's not one person in the world unless you are just born significantly wealthy and rich and even then you got to work at that i mean there's there's standards there's ways you have to act and react and so but let's just say everyone has to go to work and everyone has to be in a relationship to feel some sort of fulfillment most most people and since that's what we deal with every day the biggest tragedy that i see in my opinion on any living any, any living being human being is for the soul to feel no accomplishment outside of existing to to i hate seeing someone with talent right and we all have it some of us haven't even begun to figure out what it is like i i wish people could do that yeah. but those that have figured it out they have this talent and they can't do it because they're comfortable or because uh they don't think their partner would necessarily either support that or whatever in my case with with uh most of the women that i was with they thought my tinkering was just like, I don't know, some form of my addiction. Usually, yeah. usually, whenever I was doing something uh, through my addiction, I'd start tinkering. It's weird how that, it kind of goes hand in hand, right? Yeah. And so th- that leads us to where we're at right now, where we're talking about Coleman and all this other stuff. But the truth of the matter is, is I tinkered because I didn't want that addiction. I mm-hmm. tinkered because it cut my mind off of that addiction. Yeah. And my wife became my addiction. It was an addiction to see why she was so perfect in all these other ways for me and how we interacted, except in the intimate side of things. And then when I realized several years later was she could get sex anytime she wanted to. What she couldn't get is someone that could love her for who she was. And I was always that guy. Yeah, so... It's sad to see people that have this passion for things and they can't soar. Steve Harvey said, you're never going to know until you jump and you're going to hit that. You're going to get close to hitting that bottom. But if you really, 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 really want it, you'll pull up at the dead last end. Yeah. Yeah. It's with love. It's with with what you do for a living. It's what you do for for fun, for pleasure. Go at it 100% and you'll get 100% satisfaction every time, I think. Yeah, I I think... People become, well, I don't think, I know people get complacent in in marriages, especially when you get past like year 10. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, well, we're good. I got this girl. You know, I mean, she was the girl that I I, I was lusting over her, whatever it was that drew drew you to her Mm -hmm. uh, and vice versa. You know, I mean, whatever it is, that's like, uh, you know, it's still there. You're like, I got her. You know, I mean, and, and she probably feels the same way. I don't know. I can't speak for anybody else, but I know for me, it was like, I go home with her every night and I like was after her for a long time and I wanted her and I got her Yeah. and now I got her and we're living together and we see each other every night. I sleep in the bed with that girl and I was stoked about it mm-hmm. and nothing else mattered. I didn't give a shit what nope, my friends thought, my parents thought, my parents, my mom uh, you know, 
whatever the case, I, I was just like, this is us. We're it. This is it. You know, and I pretty much cut everyone out of my life. And, um, I did too. That's great. Yeah. And, and I don't have anyone to blame really for that. You know, I mean, up to a point, you know, and I'm not going to get into that on here, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> cause you know, I mean, I, I'm not going to be an asshole. She's the mother of my kids. And no matter, even if I don't like her, right. I don't, I'm not going to disrespect her. You'll still at least get along for the sake of sure. the kid. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. I mean, and, and that's, that's, that took a while too. Oh yeah. I mean, dude, like when we first split up, it was bad and I was a mess. I didn't know how to handle things. Mm. You know what I mean? Cause I had this fairy tale shit in my head and I was living it every day. And even when it was bad, even when it was bad and we were like fucking screaming at each other, I was still happy to do that than to be without. That's so crazy. Yeah. Not, not crazy because of that, but crazy that I, I didn't, it's not because I thought that the only reason why I got anywhere in life was because of her. It's that it was much sweeter, even though it really wasn't like, I can tell you stories too. Like I, I couldn't believe sometimes how obvious things were. And I was still telling myself, but you know what? It's better. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. 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 Tomorrow's a new day. You She'll rationalize be things. Yeah. She'll, you know what? She's good in the morning. Every morning when I give her coffee, she's sober. She's happy. She's getting doted on. And I like it when she's like that. Um, it, but you know, inevitably the demons always come out at night mm-hmm. and until you deal with them, they're going to stay there. You know, you said you were going through, you've, you've explored like six years. I'm on my third or fourth one. Yeah. Um, and I can say that, holy shit, man, there's a lot. I don't want to admit where my, was my fault. Um, only because I realize now that not everything's black and white and it can't ever be black and white because there's two people involved. Right. There's always got to be a gray. And not, not acknowledging the other side makes the other side feel like you don't care. Well, for me, it was about learning how to love myself. Yeah. Because I hated who I was. When I left that marriage, I fucking hated me. Yeah. And uh, it was just like, every day it was a fucking struggle, man, to, to just, you know try and figure out what the hell it was that I was, what was wrong with me, you know, and I, I hated myself. And we still tell ourselves that, don't we? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I, know, I, mean, I just I, got through telling you that Not so much anymore, but, you know. Well, I just got through telling you that a little while ago, but like, you know, it only happens because we earn it, right? I, I, I am the biggest, biggest, I guess, dick whenever it comes to that. Anything that you have or don't have, it's because you've earned it. You've done something along the way to create it. And so... I have said that for years and now I'm eating those words Yeah, because now I'm like, okay, well I've done something. I pissed somebody off. There's no way that I could have lived in a, in a life and been so karmatically like perfect. That oh, nothing I was happened. just thinking karma. I yeah. was going to ask you, do you believe in that? I totally do. Yeah. I believe, but see, you know, in, in Buddhism, they also say in the, in the, in the script that I've read that we view, we view karma as a, like a punishment in a lot of ways. And that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an ebb and flow. Of yeah. like Just like energy. Negative and tr- positive yeah. energy. Yeah. Exactly. If you put negative out, what's going to attract that? If you put positive out, what's going to attract that? And so that's why they say, you know, put positive out there for your enemy. Uh, you know, wish them well. You know, 
It sucks to say that, but at the same time, all I have to say is as much as my ex and I don't agree on so many levels, we loved each other once. Right. And those people are still there. And so and for you, that, I'm thankful. And you hang on to that. Like, yeah. I mean, even th- that's the, and that's what kept me going through the bad times yeah. was like, okay, we loved each other once and it's going to get better, you yes. know, and, and, and she still loves me. So, you know, and, and I, I totally, I was a looking back, like I just I kicked myself in the ass because I know I was a total complacent piece of shit. Did you, you pull, did you pull the plug on that one or did she? No, I did not. I would have, I was in for the long haul yeah. and, um, mine pulled the plug too. There was something that happened, um, uh, with her, um, about a year before we decide to call it. And, um, like, you know, she moved here from Chicago with her parents and the only other person that she had living here besides her parents was her brother. And, so she didn't know anybody and I was the first person she dated here and I ended up marrying her. You know what I mean? Like it was like, she didn't really give herself a chance to like meet people and date and like play the field and, you know, just have some fun and enjoy her, her younger years. You know, she just like gave in and just so many people don't. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, but we were, like you said, we were happy at that time and we both felt there was passion there. I felt it. It took a lot less to create it. Right. And, um, but her, you know, mom and dad, her dad wasn't doing so good. He was, you know, he had had a stroke and, you know, he was kind of messed up, but, uh, they ended up moving back to Chicago and, you know, she felt abandoned, I think. So she like turned inward, but, uh, long, long story short. Yeah, there was a there was a, uh, a, a an app or a game or something that had like a message board and ended up meeting someone on there. And I don't know what he gave her that I couldn't. Maybe it was something that he gave her that I couldn't. I don't know. Maybe it was just a conversation. Maybe it was just new. Maybe it was just new. And, you know, but whatever it was, it, op- <laughs> it, it started to like it's kind of sparked something in her that she hadn't felt in a long time. And we went through a whole year of just silence and not talking and not sleeping in the same room. You know, it was just like, you could tell something was off. And so I, um, you know, I, I, I felt like there was something crazy going on. So I was just like, and she never, you know, she's a nurse, whatever, you know, and like she never wore her wedding ring because in the operating room, you can't wear gloves with, you know, her ring was big. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, but I had bought her a flat one that she could wear and she never wore it. And I was like kind of put off by that. You know, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So what's the matter? Uh, I'm going to sit up a little bit. Oh yeah. Change this chair. I hate this fucking chair. Yeah. Change your chair. Fucking chair. <laughs> this is shit. But, uh, eventually we'll get, you know, maybe, maybe road if they start selling luxury recliners. That'd be nice. <laughs> or, uh, what is that? What is that one company that makes those office chairs? Um, that are like four hundred dollars a pop. Oh no! Is it the German Herman ones? Miller? Oh, yeah. those guys! Come <laughs> yeah, on, Herman Miller, come through, baby. I need to make a leather one so I can tattoo with one. I haven't yeah? seen a leather one. No, uh, but yeah, they. So where the fuck was I? Uh, <laughs> Anyways, free stuff. No. Uh, so at any rate, um, it just. Ooh, this is nice. Ooh. You like that? You're a little lower. Oh yeah, bring this back. 
I feel like I'm giving this mic hit every time. There you go. Get it up in that mouth of yours, you dirty boy. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it just it just started, and I gave her like an ultimatum. At, at one point, I just said, "Listen, I can't do this. Something's up." And I took my ring off and put it on the table. And I said, I'll tell you what, when you put your ring back on, I'll put mine back on. And I'll see it as a sign that you want to make shit happen, that you want to make this work. And uh, she just, oh, you're good. Hey, babe. <laughs> That's back, Amy. Connor. Amy's, Amy's in, in the hand. <laughs> oh, I know Amy. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're recording. It's all right. We're talking about relationships. We're, and- we're, just, we're just cutting shit right now. We're, we're talking shit about uh, she you. She don't want nothing to do with that. Yeah, you know, and 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 you know, after a couple of days, it sat there, you know, and I was just like, okay, because I asked her if she wanted to go to therapy and all this stuff, and it was a no, a hard no. She's like, I'm not paying someone to tell me I'm fucked up. I'm like, well, that's not the point, but okay. At any rate, long story <laughs> short, and the same woman, by the way. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's a, I, I, I can't even make this shit up yeah same response same response so it's amazing how you and I, i'm sorry that I, I had to interject because you say that and it hit home like it like almost like someone took a bat or wait what well, was that jackass where they had that big hand that fucking hit them oh yeah that's what it felt like because you said that just now and that was her mental whatever the the mental health was not a big thing in that house right you have to project almost invincible quality sure deadpan not gonna happen yeah. now that said the dramatic way which you you handled it by taking the ring off yeah it was very mine was just as dramatic oh god <laughs> so we're so, airing a lot of dirty laundry so on it's crazy podcast. because like she was always a high-functioning alcoholic, okay? I'm not trying to put nothing out there. Look, she's a great woman. She's a great mother. Sure. For, for years, all I can say is for years, I had, I was blessed, mm. okay? I grew up as a man with her, and I learned how to be a man. Yeah. Her dad, exceptional man. But high-functioning or not, alcoholism is, is still alcoholism. Yeah, it's scary shit, man. And... When you deal with something like that, so many physical things and all this other stuff happens ex- exceptionally. I don't know how to say this. There was no sex. Ah. For a man like myself, there was no sex. To say frigid would be an understatement. Well, when it goes from 100 to zero, it's like... It was never 100. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean... It's just weird. Uh, yeah. Like to say that after twelve years you may have had been given like head six times. Oh my that's God. adding to. Dude, I say that shit all the time. Same thing. I can count on one hand oh. how many times. Are they? Are they? What was? Her, when was her birthday? Was it in January? Because I mean, I'm telling you, October. But yeah. I would say that they were the same. But person. I went down on her quite frequently. So did I. She told me that's the reason why she knew she was going to be with me. She said that. That's so funny. You did things to me that I. I broke that thing. That thing snapped in my mouth. That thing that holds the tongue yeah. snapped, and it was like three times the size. Because I was determined to make that shit happen. She said no man had ever made yeah. that happen before. Now, I don't have a gifted tongue. I just, I'm stubborn. And 
two and a half hours later. It's a job, and you want to do a good job. I just wanted to make it happen because <laughs> she said no one ever did. Yeah. I proposed to her on our second date, so yeah. it's like I knew that she was the one. However, I took my, I took this little thing out of my pocket, and at that time, it was like bath salts. Okay. Now, for those of you that heard the biting of the face and all this other stuff, no, I did not do any of that. It, I don't know what that guy <laughs> was getting or whatever, but no. Yeah. Um, and to this day, I can say that like it's the only thing that I had in my my tool belt to use against her. I will say that I used it as a way to almost blackmail her out of mm. it. So I told her, I was like, I'll stop doing this if you quit drinking. It's mm. ruining everything. It's ruining all that we've done together over the past 10 years. Right. Your alcohol consumption has gotten to a point where now you are actively seeking other people with the same alcohol problems and bringing them in our home while I'm dealing with our newborn child. And it got worse. Um, so I said, I'll quit doing this. Well, this was illegal and alcohol wasn't. And being an attorney, she, uh, she, she quickly decided that she was done with me only to come back because she hadn't formulated a plan. We're talking about sure people that think. So she came back and made me think that we're going to make things work. And the cable guy, the Comcast cable guy made me realize one more and it's not going to work. The cable guy. The cable guy. It's not going to work. Because whenever you can look around at everything in your life and go, I will trade it for happiness or I will trade it for honesty or I will trade it for something else than what you have. You're giving up everything. Yeah. Then then you need to give up everything. He said, take a knee and give it to God. Now, I'm not very religious. I'm very spiritual. Right. Take a knee and give it to God. But it's it can be... Um just representative of anything, you know, it, it's just symbolistic, you know, it, it, it's symbolism, you know, it's, you get to a point where you haven't, you need to, to yeah. you, some people that pray, yeah, they don't realize, but they're saying it out loud. So they hear it mm-hmm. so that they do it. Yeah. Take a knee and give it to God. Basically give it up, get it out, let go, let go. Cause it's not yours to keep. I was holding on to somebody that did not need to be held on to. That's what we do with people. And that's why I think poly ultimately makes sense if done the correct, I think, way it was meant to. You love someone, you love them, whether they're with 10 people, 20 people, 1,000 people, because you're not in love with them because of the sex or because of this or that. You're in love with them because they're the person that you want to be with. Right. And share your life with. Absolutely. That's definitely a, a thing. And it's not for everybody. No. You know, some people don't have the wherewithal or like the intestinal fortitude to overcome the, the jealousy and all of that shit. And that, that is a fucking killer. Any, any relationship. I see how you do so well. Like, honestly, you, the day you were talking about that one guy, I was like, damn, this dude is really happy for her. Yeah. I wish I could be like that. I, I, it, I, I, we had a conversation, Alana and I, the other day. And uh, I was telling her, I, we, I was at work and we were talking on the phone and I was just like, you know, I feel like sometimes I'm weird. And she goes, what do you mean? Like, I, I just, because I get literally get excited for you now. Because when we first started dating, you know, I have done poly, I've been in like other relationships, like people that were, I was like the unicorn, um, you know, I was the third wheel. Well, you certainly you, are. You know. You are the unicorn kitty cat. Deadpool's riding a unicorn. 
Unicorn kitty cat. <laughs> what kind of cat is that again? That's a, one of those. Oh, yeah. I don't fucking. Oh, one like of them. Austin Powers cat. Pugs or something. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're called. It's scary as fuck. But yeah. yeah, it's ugly. But yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but you know, and, and I, but, and, and I was fine with it. And I had tried before Alana. I met a girl and I really liked her. And her and I decided that like, we talked about, like, we're just going to be fuck buddies. It's cool. And like, mm-hmm. I was, and this is on me, but I was like hoping that there would be more because I really liked her. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we were like, all right, look, we're just, you know, FWBs, you know, we can do the, the poly thing or the non-monogamy thing. You know, we'll see other people. Well, you know, I, mean, I, I did not like that with her. <laughs> I was no sorry, Bob. I was not okay with it, but, um, you know, and I fucked up and told her how it made me feel. Cause she was like, but you know, we did a, we did it really dumb. Like how we tested the waters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I won't get into that, but with Alana, she's just never made me feel bad about any of it. Like, okay. So, uh, all right. I guess I will talk about the other thing. So at first it's the flip floppy thing. It's the, 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 uh, let me explain. So when we started being just friends with benefits, we were only seeing each other. And then there was a point when we got to where, you know, we both kind of talked about like, you know, because she was like, look, I just got out of a marriage. I don't really want to be in a monogamous relationship. I want to be non-monogamous. I was like, okay, do your thing. And if, if I had never known about it, I wouldn't have mattered. Like you just do your thing. Cause I had been, <clears throat> look before her, I had been in, I had had a slew of chicks that I was seeing on a regular and none of them knew each other. None of them knew about it. And I'm sure they were seeing dudes too, you know, and I just didn't know about it. I didn't want to know about it. And I told him that I was like, look, if you're going to see somebody else, I don't fucking want to know. Just do your thing. I don't care. But I didn't give a fuck about them. You know, I, I, and I'm, and that was horrible of me looking back, but it it is what it is. Mm -hmm. After a 20 year marriage, you you just want to get your dick wet. What? But are you supposed to care about everybody you have sex with? At that point in time in my life, I did not. For carnal pleasure, I mean, honestly, I just... just no, it was literally, it. I just wanted to get my dick wet. Let's get it. That's what I'm talking so, about. So, but with this girl, I was like, I'm going to try and, you know, date this girl, you know, but she didn't know that and I, because I wasn't honest with her Are from the jump. Are we talking about Alana? Huh? Are we talking about Alana? No, 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 no. It was with the other chick. Oh, okay, okay. But she was like, all right, so if we're going to do this, I'm going to do it. For, I need to do it first is what she said. She's like, I don't think, cause she was developing feelings for me too. And she was uh, like, I don't think that if I know you're going to see another woman that I'm going to be able to handle it. So I need to do this first and get it out of my system. So I know and it was, and that's part of the problem with that type of non-monogamy is because it's, it should not be on a, well, you did it. Now I can go do it. You did yeah, it. Now I can, it's not a score. Yeah. It's not a fucking basketball game. You mm-hmm. don't keep score like that. You, if you want to see somebody, you go see them. It's about being honest. Mm-hmm. I want to see this person. Okay. The guy that she wanted to see, uh, she had told me, oh yeah, there's a guy I used to be FWBs with, and but I blocked him. Right. She blocked him. And so she's like, I don't talk to him no more. I blocked him. I was like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. And then when we had that conversation, she's like, well, so-and-so messaged me the other day and I'm like, well, how did he message you if you blocked him? You know? So that was, I didn't say that, but I thought it. And I'm just like, that's lie. Number one, when you start lying to me, I start getting paranoid. Oh, but it wasn't a lie, you know? And, um, 
At that point, it wasn't a lie. I love this. I love whenever two plus two equals 12. It wasn't a lie. It was a misunderstanding. No, that was a fucking lie. I know. I'm just. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And, and at any rate, she ended up doing her thing. And I talked to her on the phone the whole way to the guy's house. She's like, oh, he's outside. I got to go. I'm like, and then we hung up. And she called me back like an hour and a half later after the deed was done, yeah. you know. So I'm, you know, and I just, I felt like shit when she lied to me about it and I started thinking about it and I was just like, she wanted to fuck this guy. She wanted to. And I'm like, and, and looking back, I'm like, who cares? Good. But just say that. That's my point. Be honest. You Be know, honest. don't fucking bullshit me. It's only, it's only cheating if you, if you don't tell the truth. But that's what made it, that's what made it feel bad. You know what I mean? She it made dying. it feel like shit. Yeah. But with Alana, she's never made it feel bad or like shit. I've always felt. Like she's never lied to me. You know, I've yeah. never felt you can, you can tell when somebody lies to you, you know, when someone lies to you, but she's never lied to me. I've never lied to her and we've never had a reason to. And because of that, I've grown as a human being, as a non-monogamous, as a poly relationship, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But yeah. I've grown to the point where it's not only that I don't have jealousy because there's jealousy there's there's certain times I get a little jealous, but it's not about really? sexual stuff. Because that dude was, I mean, that dude was pretty, he was pretty yoked. Oh, no, no, no. I'm excited for her about that. I, that's, what I'm saying. that's what I'm saying. So the jealousy part. So No, me, it's definitely not about the sexual stuff. I'll be like, I'll get jealous like, I, and it's like, I don't know if it's jealousy, but she'll be like on her phone and I want to like hang out with her. Oh uh, yeah, and I'm like, bitch, give me your time, you know. But yeah, I understand that. You know, when she works like all day and she gets off at five o'clock, and I've been home for four hours, yeah. you know, I'm ready to hang out, and she's like, I just want fucking space. <laughs> I need to chill for a minute, and then you know, she wants to spend time with her daughter, and I, all of that I understand, and I don't ever get jealous of her, her and her daughter, like ever. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> but it's just like it's like stuff like that. That and it's I wouldn't even call it jealousy. It's just like God damn, spend some time with me, bitch. You know, like you know. It, but it's like me with whenever two women want to get together. Yeah, spend some time with me too. Inevitably, they always want to just throwing you out. But go ahead, sorry, I fill in. But yeah, the sexual stuff I can handle. So that's one of the things that I've wondered um, in Polly. So whenever I had my quote unquote rotation or whatever, there was always one person. It could be sexual sometimes, but for the most part, she made me feel safe. Yeah. Made me feel good. You know, maybe my mom had already passed away, so she reminded me a lot of my mom. And that sounds creepy and gross, but... So Is I go to her. <laughs> uh, I definitely liked going over to her place. We wouldn't have sex. But she would let me sleep in the same bed and hold her like I used to hold my wife. Yeah. And I you were say, missing that. I was missing that, yeah. And I'm and, and because I I did not want to have any meaningful relationships and I was trying to get even with all the like white collar women of the world or whatever. Um a couple of times, you know, it was married women and I just justified it by saying, Well, I'm not married to the fucker and if he's that stupid like I was then he deserves it and all this other shit. I was I was a jerk, but I wouldn't be a jerk to her. I'd go and she would hold me and I'd go to sleep. Cause it never seemed like I could ever sleep good enough unless she was there. But I did not want, I was not sexually attracted to her. If we did have sex, it was because she wanted it. Uh, it. It wasn't mutual. So 
It would that be poly? Would do you have to have sex in order no. to no? So you can do the holding thing or yeah. I, I it, it poly is to me what it means to me is the fact that like it's it's deeper than just having an open relationship or being non-monogamous. It's it is the ability to actually have and hold uh, uh, an entire extra relationship or as many as you need, you know, or as many as you want. It's not about need. It's about want because I am, my needs yeah. are met with Alana. Yeah. It's things that it's like, if I meet someone that I like and we start spending time together and I really like this person yeah. And they understand that I'm poly. They, you know, maybe they're poly as well. Uh, you know, because most poly people do hang out with other poly people for that mm-hmm. very reason. They, they, they'll form little, you know, little dens or whatever. The f- I don't know all the fucking terminology. But doesn't that make but, it harder to date other poly? Um, no. Because now they're all hanging out together. No, no. It's just, it's, it's just. It makes the pool smaller. It, it, it not, not necessarily. Well, Actually, yeah, because it is difficult. Well, it's more difficult to date a a quote unquote vanilla person. For me, yeah. uh, I've I've been on you know like Alana and I are both on dating apps and we meet people all the time, and they may not necessarily be poly or non monogamous. Um, I have met some vanilla girls that just want to fuck. You know, they just want a friend with benefits. You know, they just want an FWB and that's it. And you know what? I've I've entertained that because I am also not only in my poly and I can have a relationship with more than one person yeah. and, and make it work. Full relationships. Um, I am also a freaky, horny slut bitch. I mean, well, that's I'm not yes. a slut, but I, I mean, kind of. I, I mean, mean, most men are sluts, though. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? And I hate that. Most everybody needs to be sluts. I think women I think and that's, men. I, did, I think that that is a term that has gotten a bad rap for a it really has. long I time. I think it's a great word, and I think it's a term that sure. should be used for everybody. Sure, sure, sure. A woman and a man should be sluts because whenever they slut together. I like, think that it's oh. about doing what you enjoy. And yeah. if you meet someone that you enjoy and you want to give them that type, that part of your life as far as something sexual like you you want to experience that with them i think that that's perfectly fine i love firsts whenever you do a first with somebody and it's actually something you like yeah i just met a girl and um she's a singer she just started a podcast with a friend of hers really good she does she's i gotta tell you she can sing your daughter can sing she's got a dude who you telling man i i I was on that girl about like trying to start a career in music. I wish that she would have done that, but she's happy. She's Whenever happy doing her, what she's doing. When I was listening to her. Yeah. I she's got an amazing like, voice. This, and I say this is going to be the emotional thing. So for those of y'all that don't know, I'm, I'm really a woman in a man's body. <laughs> He's, not. He's um, just an emotional male. No, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Her and she started singing. I was blown away. I almost started crying because it was like one of those things where, you know, sometimes you weren't hear, expecting it. I wasn't expecting it. And whenever you hear a song like, like most recently, Billy Eilish had this one song and it took me back. I was like, Holy fuck. Same thing. And then I looked at you and you, you were just like in it. You knew she could sing. You're like, yeah. that's my girl. And I thought, damn, 
I wanted to say, why didn't you get her some lessons or something? Why didn't she you didn't need them? I know. And I mean, like, like, and then I thought she probably didn't want to do that. And then I thought, mm. Patrick don't know how lucky he is because yeah. she could sing him to sleep every night. Yeah. She probably doesn't. And that's the sad thing. I, I, but I do think she does sing around the house and hopefully that's a joyful thing to Patrick. But I, w- man, I used to be in awe when I was, when, when, you know, before I was natural. divorced and uh, well, yeah, well, I mean, I watched her grow, you know, when she first started singing as a young child, you know, she struggled and she, but she never stopped trying. And as a musician, I'm not a very, I'm not very like, I, I'm a drummer. Okay. So we're like supposedly by, you know, we're supposed to be tone deaf, but <laughs> there, I have picked up some things over the years from learning from other people that sing and all of those type of things. And I've always, I sing and I think I do pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a pretty good singer and she knows. And, and, uh, you know, we would like, she would hear me singing. I sung all the time around the house. You know, I would just turn music on in my headphones and I would just sing and I couldn't hear myself. I would just be singing and, and I would look around and my girls would be standing there staring at me like, you know, or when we get in the car and they'd have their little buddies and I would turn a song on and I would start singing it and they would be like, holy shit, your dad can sing. But I, I taught her things like, you know, singing from the diaphragm and when to release and all of those things and how to accentuate uh, words as she sung, uh, you know, and she did get, she took a little bit what I learned, what I taught her when I learned her, what I taught her. And she started going to chorus, you know, in school, she was in the chorus and, uh, and the band, which was really good for her lungs. She played mm-hmm. trumpet. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah. And I mean, w- you got to have a good set of lungs to sing. Oh, yes, you do. But, uh, I watched her develop and like, just when I, the day I moved into, well, I don't know, it wasn't the day, but it was very shortly after I moved into my apartment I think I posted a, there's a clip on YouTube, a very short clip of her singing in my apartment and she didn't want me to film it. So I had, (laughs) I I just was like, no, I'm not going to film it. And I put my phone down and I just turned it on. You know, I recorded her singing and she, cause she wanted to, you know, show me this song she just learned. And I was just like, oh my God, like that's so beautiful. You know I mean? But she, and she tried out for like, you know, American Idol and, uh, what's the other one? Uh, the voice, was the one. voice. We did the voice. There's, uh, something Mike. No, we did. We did American Idol and then Wait, the voice. Y'all, what y'all did? Well, she went to the tryouts, and like stage didn't... one tryouts. Dude, there was so many people there. So many people. I'm telling you, whenever I heard her singing, I was like, there's, I thought there's no way they would ever say no. Yeah. No, well, they did. But when she did the American Idol one, I think we did that once. We did the voice, I think, two or three times. I can't remember. There was a limit. You could only try out so many times. Yeah. But we did that. And then when she did the American Idol one, uh, one of the guys that's on the show, I can't or not remember his name. I, well, he was on the show, but he was there. And she was freaked out. And she completely froze when the music came on or when it was time to sing, she completely forgot all the lyrics, forgot the words, everything. Oh, yeah. And just was like, so, so that, intimidating. Yeah. yeah. So that was the end of that. But at mm. least she, and I, and I will to this day, I'm so proud of her. I don't give a shit that she didn't make it, that she fucked up, you know, or that she forgot she didn't fuck up. She just, for, she was nervous, yeah. you know, and nerves will make you do some crazy, stupid shit. Like forget the fucking words, you know, but, um, 
I was never so proud of, in all my life. I was like, dude, you fucking went there and you sung in front of those fucking producers and those mm. people. I could never have done that. No. I don't have the balls to sing on the fucking karaoke stage. I mean, could you imagine? You don't? No. See, if you have a voice and you haven't used it with karaoke, we're going to change that. No. That is one thing. I'll tell you right now. You I, I can't sing, but I love karaoke. You'll never be able to make me do something I don't want to do. No I'm one I'm not going to try to, but you know what? You know what? I feel like at least once in this lifetime, I want to hear you sing and see if, because if she blew me away. It may. I actually sung with Bianca she, when when COVID. Was it when COVID? I think it was right when. Yeah, it was right when COVID started. She was in her senior year, and she was also in the chorus. So they did this thing every year where it was like senior solo night or something. But they would do a. It was like a concert. Yeah. But instead of having the concert, they did it virtually, and they said, "We want you to record a song, and then we'll play it during the virtual show." And so she told them and signed us up. <laughs> she said, I'm going to do a duet with my dad. What? So I, I busted out my video camera, oh. put it, turned on the 4K, hooked up the microphones, and we sung a Ben Fold song. Oh, do y'all got that? Do y'all have that? I have it. Yeah. It's uh, the song You Don't Know Me yeah. with uh, Regina Spector. And she sung, of course, the Regina Spector part, and I sung the Ben mm-hmm. Folds part. But we sung it with, and I then I went back in and got, I paid for the rights to, and I downloaded the, uh, just the audio version, just the, like no singing, just mm-hmm. the music. And I put it, of course, you know, my video editing skills, I stuck it all in there, perfect time. So it was like, it, it, it sounded like we were playing to a band, you know, but, and we, we just recorded it and we handed it to, gave it to her and. Our teacher was like, that's so cool, you know, and everybody loved it. You look like you're falling asleep. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, oh, no. You're very okay. relaxed right now. I'm very relaxed, but I'm also imagining. I'll show it to you when we're I done. Want, yeah, I got to see it because I'm imagining that feeling of uh, doing that with your daughter. See, I, I wanted, gosh, this is going to come out, and Coleman and Dylan, I love them both very much, but I wanted girls. I want to go so bad because, I mean, I, I right down to the penny loafers, I knew what they were going to wear. <laughs> penny loafers. I was going to do their, their hair. I was going to I was going to tea time. I wanted to be that dad. Yeah. And don't mess with my girls because they were also going to know jujitsu and they were going to be able to kick some ass. I wanted dad. And I love my boys. Don't get me wrong. But I knew boys are going to try their dad. I didn't want to be tried. Of course. Emotionally, I can't hang. I can't handle that. With my oldest one, I made a mistake and I, I over overcompensated. There's just something different about girls. They all love I can you say is they're, they're 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 soft, they're gentle, they're uh, fragile, and I was I've always been a sensitive, you know, person, yeah. you know, sensitive male, if you will, and um, I just I did and I I did all, all the things that you said you wanted to do. Yeah. I did all like when Gabby was started in school, like her mom would leave. I worked like 4 p.m. to like midnight every night. So her mom would go to work and I would get Gabby off to school. And I would like every day it was like, all right, how would you like your, you want pigtails? You want ponytail? You want braid? You know, and I learned all of that shit. I would brush her hair in the morning, feed her breakfast. Did you get some of those like acrylic, different colored acrylic ball, like 
No, we yeah. never did that stuff. But oh, really? Because like, I was I was gonna do that, and I was gonna put the little clippies in there and all that. Well, stuff. we did do those. We did some little cute little clips in the side, but I would do like a tight ponytail, and we'd put little I butterfly clips. That. I could never get tight ponytails. You know? Oh, I got really fucking good at it. Yeah. You know, I can't do it really good on my hair, but yeah, you do. That's, that's pretty tight. <laughs> that, nothing escapes that. That yeah. I'm telling you, it stays that way for a while. And then when you pull it down, it's like, oh, God. Yeah. I had a dude tell me the other day I pulled it down at work. He goes, don't be waving your fucking Fabio majestic hair back here. It's true, though. It's like the hair really does it. So (laughs) since nobody can see it. Yeah. um, uh, Well, that'll we'll change that soon. Yeah, we'll change that. But since they can't at this point, I've never seen, besides George Lopez, and his has never been long, or Tony Olivas, the guy that mentored me, his hair was long and it was gorgeous. But he just didn't have the frame, if you know what I'm yeah. saying. Um, to have the hair and then that that gruffy, you know, <laughs> when you shaved, when you so he when came I walked in, in the day. You walked in the day. I was like, you motherfucker, because I mean, I know you this way. I don't want to see you that way. But you have to understand something. My facial hair and my hair and my body is mine, and I'm I mine to do with what I want. Now I and it looks damn good whenever I, you don't fuck with it. I know. And I like having a beard. I've grown used yeah. to it. But like I have, there's times, and you'll there may be a day that I come completely shaved. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that, that happens. Day will be the day that some something happens. I I do that occasionally. Well, because I just want to see my fucking face again. Like, I did what that do I one look? time with Amy. I did that one time with Amy, and I felt so awkward. <laughs> I felt like, oh God, yeah. this is what I used to do when I was well, married. Well, the last time I did it, I was like, ooh, gross. Yeah, I, <laughs> I felt no I chin. I felt the same way. I felt like a, a like a, a pedophile. I felt like I was, ugh. I felt yeah. weird, like yeah. Chester. I would just, yeah. I realized that I don't. There, there's a reason that I have a beard. What's that? Because I don't have a chin anymore. Oh, I grew a beard because I wanted to be neck. the opposite of what I was. I got like a turkey neck thing going on under my chin. They don't. Well, you can't tell now. Oh, I've seen, if I shave oh. it. Oh, you say I don't think it would. When be I good. shave my face, you'll see it more. But well, we it's not. Do, as we could do a great American shave off, huh? I do gra- what? We could do a great American shave off. That's uh, not going to take that much. What do you mean a great American shave off? I we, mean, we could because if you want, I mean, I mean, we'll grow these motherfuckers out for months and then I shave can try, it. but I don't grow them out very well. They get to a certain point and they stop. Really? They stop. You can ask. I mean, and when it stops, it might grow a little bit, but all it's really doing is just itching. Yeah. That's all, that's all well, that's, that's what happens. I It starts to grow into my mouth, and I'm like, gross. That's so yeah. nasty. Uh, and like it, not, everything you eat, it gets stuck in your shit. And then, like, you can wipe it with a paper towel, but unless you wet that paper towel, it's still sticky. Oh, I've seen guys. It's with, gross. Ooh, I've seen guys that have, like, full-on mustache, mustaches that are bushy and... And I, I don't want to say names, so I'm just going to use the name that he went by while we worked. Hondo, this guy, would have a complete meal in his mustache. And, I mean, it's like, did you eat any of the shit? Did any of it it all got mouth? stuck in your mustache. It was like, oh, fuck. Dude. You can only imagine. Like, my mind is so animated, I'm imagining maggots coming out of that fucking mouth. Oh, I, oh no yeah. doubt. Yeah. I, I definitely imagine that flies would land on it and, like, oh yeah, uh, live there. Oh. But, uh, yeah, no, I can't take that. So every occasionally I have, and I just bought a new trimmer because the other one I had sucked and it has a lot of different attachments. And I was like, "Eh, I'll go ahead and go with this. It said five day. That's what the, the, it didn't say like a number one or a number two. It said five day. So I guess this is like five day stubble according to them. 
to me, this is like two days, mm-hmm. you know, because my shit grows fast. You'll see. The next time I come over, it'll oh, it's be already grown. Yeah, it'll be whenever you, whenever you showed up. It's grown in the time I got here. I'm telling you because no, seriously, <laughs> whenever you got here, right? This was not as brown or dark or whatever it is now. Yeah, this wasn't, and these weren't the chops. You were you were also looking in that and with the full with the light, light with maybe, the natural yeah. light, and now it's a little darker in here. So yeah, I can see that. But I, anyways, you know, facial I want to live with the whole romantic idea that it's all just yeah. Right. Facial hair is fucking weird, and like it's so funny how like people get bent out of shape when you fucking change it. Oh yeah, yeah. If that's all they know, yeah. If that's all they've seen, yeah. Uh, especially mustache. I wish I could grow a mustache. I have a client. I'm gonna say his name. Cause he's a, he's an amazing guy, uh, Tim. Uh, <laughs> Tim Joyce. Since day one, he's come in to the tattoo shop and he's got these. I don't know what they called uh, the what handlebar. Is no, is, uh, that is this the handlebar that goes down like this? Oh yeah, that's the handlebar. Okay, I don't know what the one where it's twisted like the evil guy on. Oh yeah, I don't the, know the, the, on Sonic the cartoon. Yeah, um, so whatever that mustache is, uh, he's had one, and I mean you could tell he works at this. He works this. Perfect. Mm-hmm. He does CrossFit. He's very active. He's a firefighter, or he's, I think he just passed. Um, this is very physical, and yet his, this thing doesn't change. What does I, they use I, wax I, or something? But wax, I've put wax and stuff, and it never. <laughs> but when you grow that hair long yeah. like that, and you put that wax in there, and then it hard, like you, I, from what I understand, I'm sure there's all kinds of shit that they could put. I don't know. I honestly couldn't even begin to tell you. Yeah. Like it's uh, impressive. Jurgen so has, he's got great uh, facial hair. Yeah. Oh my god, it's perfectly quaffed and exactly. Yeah. How does he? It looks like it's soft, like a bed of 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 like bunny fur. Yeah. He's got. That's another guy with a great voice. Yeah, he's got a great dude. voice. I, we had him on the the the, uh, the on kitchen. Well, he's table. got a great. I mean, he's got a great demeanor. He's, yeah, he's very. Well he was spoken. fun. He was fun, and I I want to have him back. I just feel like maybe we fucked it up because we had so we we were having so we much have fun him on this one. Yeah, we could do that. We we had him. We were talking so much shit. You know, he probably thought we were going to have him on to talk about piercing and stuff, and we did for about five minutes, and then it just went way off. the I've rails. never met someone that had like been a part of so many different things at once. He's like the chef of yeah. this restaurant and all this. Did he tell you about the food and the menu that he used to prepare? And no, I no, we didn't even talk about that. Oh I have no, no this idea. Man has has got more talents than. Like literally, we sat at the shop one night till two in the morning talking. Like he is a book of. Knowledge, knowledge, and everything that he does, he's he he puts a little bit of passion in it. He really, God, Jurgen would be a great person to be. Bringing yeah, up. he's fun dude, and he's super nice. Is and what, he knows the body like you wouldn't believe. It. I remember when I was talking about the anal stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I was experimenting, and uh, and I'm getting told, don't do that. You're going to bruise your prostate and all this other stuff. But I couldn't stop. I was like, fuck. Uh, you know, 103rd had the best Sunset Novelties men's section ever. Yeah. As long as you're not, like, running up on horses. and like, Well, no, I wasn't doing that, but you know kill, what? You'll there die. was nothing safe <laughs> in this house. Uh, <laughs> and, and and I exaggerate, but... Yeah, just be careful. Uh, somewhat. I've heard a lot of stories from the ER. Well, I had to had stop, to remove yeah. things. I did have to stop. There, I, got a, I had a scare. And I don't know if it's a real thing, but um, I'll talk to him about it. And he knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. But the one scare I never told him. So, because it's kind of one of those things where you don't know. And since he's so knowledgeable, you don't want to look that much like an idiot. But, like, I was afraid that this thing wasn't going to be able to come out because yeah. it got in and it, <laughs> there was nothing to pull it out with. 
And I was like, oh, no, does it just go up in the intestines until it, like, vibrates your whole body oh my to God. die? And, oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Get some salad tongs and pull that shit out. I just pushed real hard. And popped <laughs> and out. And that created it. it's an, another set of problems, but yeah, <laughs> it was bad. But you know, they should they, they should have these these should have these like lessons. They should educate us because yeah. I've made mistakes that I could have really seriously hurt myself with. I've heard of people putting light bulbs. Oh yeah. 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 I well I saw that on uh they actually did a spoof of that on uh on Scrubs. Mm. And they did like they just put the X-ray up there, and then somebody oh, walks right. in and he goes, "Is that a light bulb? That's either a light bulb in, in that guy's ass, or his or uh, or his uh, colon had a great idea." <laughs> I remember that episode. I love that show. Oh my god, I would watch it's that show best. every night. Not every night, but every time. I I, yeah, I binge it. It's on like I think it's on Hulu. You can't make up that interaction between him and his friend. Oh no, they that- were actually friends. They lived together. They were they were actually friends. They, really, they do. They have a podcast called Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Really? Yeah. Oh, I gotta listen. to it's that. It's badass. I love that show. Oh, see, you know, I've I've seen the, the what is it, the Zach Galifianakis one, or, or watched it. Then there's the other one with uh, he does the the machine and uh, oh Bert, Bert the kind Bert Bert Bert. I think it's called Bert Bert Bert. Um, Fuck. You know, you know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then he does one with, he does a podcast with another comedian who always goes over the top. And, you know, he's also my favorite. He's Jewish. So that's even better. Oh, you're talking about, are you talking about Ari Shafir? No, it's, Uh, um, what's his name? I don't know. I'm going to find out. Okay. Because they do a lot of stuff together and they did one where they wanted to produce like this commercial and so Bert does this does this thing with the commercial where he's flying this airplane, but this other dude sitting across the table from him is like, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock this out of the park. And he used apparently the budget was he didn't care he didn't follow the budget rules. He spent like a couple million dollars on this thing just to just to fuck with him. Yeah, and he fucked with him, and at the end, a lookalike of Bert sitting there, he stabs him. <laughs> he's like stabbing him to the, it's off, but Whoa. it's so funny. To watch Bert lose his shit at how good it was, yeah, and the comment that just the comedic factor that was there, and his, the guy had to learn how to dance, like all these, he had like a dance crew behind him. Now, guys like with this body shape of myself and stuff, and you, you don't really dance like that. He pulled that shit off. It was good. I forget what his name is. Segura, Tom. Oh, Segura. Tom Segura. Yeah, yeah Tom Segura. Mm-hmm. That was a badass one. That one was so far in my favorite podcast show. Yeah, ever. all those guys are like I, I'm. Lear, I'm learning all of these guys through the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. I've been binging, uh, and they're all like in the network. They're all they all they all started podcasts because of him. Because of Tom? No, because of Joe. Oh, because of Joe? Yeah, yeah. he's the one. He was like, "All right, motherfucker, you need a podcast," and they would be like, "All right, it's addictive." Yeah, I mean, it's a, well, like, and for comedians, it's really good because oh, yeah. you, you know you've already got a small following, so you start a podcast, they follow the podcast, and then you're at the end of your show, it's like they get more of you, you know what I mean? But at the end oh, of yeah. every episode, you're like, all right, I'm going to be playing here, here, and here, and here. You tell them where all your shows are, and when you go to show up, it's fucking sold out. Do you remember back in the day? Um, they used to do comedy shows on vinyl 
or they do comedy shows and they'd record it and put yeah. it on tape. Yeah, I used to have all kinds of tapes, oh, comedy yeah. tapes. I had, uh, I had Cheech and Chong. The, I had Cheech and Chong. The, uh, yeah, the record. Delir- I had Delirious. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite a, a, a lot of them. I had a, I had an Andrew Dice Clay. I can't remember which one it was. We watched, but it was on audio. It was on tape. of Dice. Yeah, it was on tape. Is when I had and uh, yeah, I love all that shit. The Jerky Boys, all that shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember back in the day, listening to that stuff, and this is kind of taking that place. This is where they got it. Well, this medium is, it's taking over a lot because you can do whatever the fuck you want and it's not regulated by the FCC. So you can, well, yeah, not yet though. I'm sure they'll find a way or the government will figure a way to fucking regulate it because they don't like people having this much freedom to do whatever they want to do. But currently it's so free and open and, and people can, you hear these stories from people and you get to know your, you know, people you may respect or like maybe it's whoever it is and you get to know them or you find a, 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 a podcast that you've never listened to before. You don't know who these people are, mm-hmm. but you just start listening because you like the topic or the subject yeah. and, or it just looks cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or it's like a really cool name, like Omar and Jim After Hours. Whatever. Um, <laughs> um, we should look, uh, and I got to say on that one real quick. I'm sorry, <laughs> he's just not like what that. What the name. fuck, y'all? Uh, I'm. I say I give away five hundred dollars worth of tattoo work. Yeah. To the I, person. Why do you that think I keep trying to come up with names? I'm trying to get five hundred dollars. Well, no, I mean, okay. Oh, I'm not. I'm exempt. Yeah, I no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, you get it just because uh, you can sing. I want to hear that. I want to hear that. But and the drum thing. Because of all, we'll go there one day. I want I want you just to tattoo a W and a Y on my dick. I'll do it. So when people I mean, see I, it, I would never do it. Before when they for see anyone. it soft, they're like, "What does that say? Does that say Wendy?" I'm um, no, it says, "Welcome to Jamaica. Have a nice day." Yeah. Uh, That's a joke. Yeah. That's it's an old joke. That's an old joke. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I didn't connect that. <laughs> I'm sitting here waiting for the punchline. Like, yeah, I don't even know anyone that. named Wendy. Yeah. Now I may I have to find someone named Wendy. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, to your point, yes, you were going to give away some art. And and, and like waiting for a name, just a name. Yeah. No name show. The only thing I can do to add to that pool is I will offer someone a, 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 no. Oh, why did I say, I don't know why. Why did your brain go to blowjob? Because you want a tattoo. You're, no, you're a, you're a tattoo artist. I'm a photographer. Yeah, but I want a photographer. I, I have a crap load of photos that I think are really good. And, oh, they are good. And I would, Offer a free print, maybe, and you know, in a, want, in a frame. Yeah, however you want it, you know. I tell you what, like honestly, I I look at some of the stuff that you've done, and I go, I would, I just want to hang it up. Like I want to ask for shit, but I don't want to ask, ask for shit. Really? Yeah. Okay, because there's uh, there's quite a few I want to ask. There's, well, it, it, since day one, that one that you did uh, at Revelation, mm. love that. Yeah, love that. I'll print that for you. But no, that sounds well. Now that makes it me look like I'm arrogant and shit. But dude, shut I love the fuck that up. one, and I could probably name about twenty other ones that I've seen. So, so, but the point is, we're trying to get people to help us find a name for our podcast. And why um, do we find this so difficult? I don't. And you, you came on. Well, we blended our, you know, this podcast with my other podcast KTV, with my girlfriend, yeah. Kitchen Table Discussions. And which kitty. we will be uploading to our uh, our Buzzsprout. I missed that this weekend. I wanted to. I, I wanted know. to see y'all. Well, so we bad. were upset. I made sure that we 
we oh, commented. I saw the post on Facebook. But we and we commented. Twice. Anybody else want to come along? Like I can be replaced. Oh no, just no, anybody. no, no! Okay. I just I didn't want to be. Um, y- you know what it is. <laughs> uh, we have been doing it for the past few weeks with you, and there's yeah. such a good vibe. Oh yeah, that we were like I I I honestly like we could the three of us could sit down and have no idea what we're going to talk about, and we. And we could talk, and, and we and we talk about a lot of stuff, and it will yeah. just keep going. Like that's we've never done a two hour podcast, ever. Yeah, and until you came along, and I'm like, shit, it just, just the conversation just keeps that just rolling. Means I'm loud, and but with 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 Alana and I, we get to a point where we peter off right around you know fifty seven minutes, and we're like, all right, we're about to wrap this shit up, and you know. So I put that out there, yeah, because we were just like, you know, does anybody else, maybe some other people wanted to be on the podcast. We've we've often done, we've, we like to have guests on yeah. the show. We love it. Yeah. Um, not only for the camaraderie and to learn about people, but selfishly, we kind of gain their audience when we oh, have them yeah. on the show, you know, which is an idea, something that you and I kind of talked about. And, and again, it's not for anything else, but we don't have a following currently. I mean, well, we might, well, you do. we do, they just don't know where to get it, but now right. we have a place. So, um, yeah, we just, we just got a podcast host, uh, page and, and we're going to be sending we, out links very soon. I, I was like a giddy girl. We didn't like, I got a present. I got you like sending me this and I didn't even see it until I was already done with my tattoo. So yeah, it's like the, the wow factor was gone, but I like saw that and I was like, Mother oh my God. yeah. and it's not the name that we want, but we had to put a name down so people could find us. And eventually when we decide on an actual name, we'll alert people and we'll let them know what the fucking name is going to be. And we'll just change it. I like plays on words. I definitely do. Yeah. And especially if the words like somehow introduce cock. Well, I, Jesus Christ, you and Cox get out, get off. Cause the here's cock. the thing. The classic advertising, a rooster on everything. Right. Ro- but you have to understand my something. Cup, my you, cock hair. You like that. Yeah, I and do. I don't. Oh, Okay. Well, <laughs> so okay. we have to maybe come to a compromise about we it. We do, but you know, in Japanese, no, in Japanese tattooing, the cock is a very, very well, no doubt. Awesome, you know, I have no doubt. So much. Okay. Uh, what's another word? I like cunt. They both see words. So okay, at an hour and sixteen minutes in, let I think maybe because yeah. we just started talking. Yeah. And we didn't really, you know, this is our second podcast where it's you and i um the first one we did that we uploaded we had some guests but it was our first one that we did without like my girlfriend you know without my my other podcast partner um but this one is special to me because it's just me and you yeah and we're having a literal conversation and just recording it for everyone and not so much i mean i love our dick jokes yeah I love that, but I like getting serious sometimes too. Well, we literally bared a lot of dirty laundry on this fucking thing. You know, there's people got to know us on a level that they may not understand or they may not get to know other people on, you know, so if people are willing to listen, this is kind of like the format that we're going to take. It's just a conversation between friends and whether the conversation leans towards one thing or the other, 
you know, it's going to be authentic for sure because it's a real conversation. We're not like scripting any of this, well, you know, and when starts we get, from zero, yeah, we literally started from zero. I we didn't just, even know you were recording to, no, I just, cause we, we did, there was, I couldn't find a way to like break in and there was no lull and you know, and if you're anything like me, you wish we had recorded an hour before yeah, we started. Well, yeah. there were certain things that we talked about earlier that I don't know. I don't think that some of the, some of those things for me is maybe that they don't need to be aired right away. Right away. You're right. When yeah. people get to know us a little bit and they start understanding, then maybe we can like, you know, let's let them into our lives a little more. But yeah, I mean, we're look. I have a beanie baby obsession. Yeah. I'm just going to put it Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> a while back, uh, you know, and we could talk about this a while back, you know, we bumped into each other and came into each other's lives. Yes. Um, I had a project that I wanted to do a personal I project. I still want to see that thing done. I haven't finished it. I haven't even, I don't even know where to go with it at this point because yeah. things have changed and the, you know, um, it's a artistically concept. I still have the footage and I still would like to do something with it. But, um, personally after getting to know you, um, I don't want to stop that. I don't want that. To no, stop no, 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 no. But, uh, so anyways, my idea was to go into local, uh, businesses and, and really talk to them and, and get to know them about, you know, and, and see how like COVID was really affecting them. And it was, I, I think it was right when we opened back up. Yeah. Um, right when everything cuts after the lockdowns and every, everything was shut down and a lot of local businesses closed down for good. Oh yeah. That was crazy. To and see. that some, was some crazy. of them were really, really good ones too. Yeah. Like you, you'd always see them busy. Sure. There's, I know there was a local bar that Alana used to go to and it's gone now. Which one was down it? in Riverside. I can't remember what it's called, but, uh, was it the whiskey something? Oh, what's it called? I don't fucking know. I don't uh, go. I don't get a good selection of. I try to stay out of the Riverside because fuck that place. <laughs> but I do. I fit in. All right. I got a man bun, right? Or are we not doing man buns uh, anymore? No, I don't think. I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Just because you got a man bun doesn't make you a hipster and doesn't make you yeah. one of those guys. What makes you no, one, I mean, of, the, like what, visibly, what makes you one of those guys is that you try too hard to be one of those guys. No. And you don't. No. No. I, you, I actually just have long hair. I shave it underneath because it's hot as fuck in Florida, and I like to have my head shaved. anybody that's ever grown their hair out knows it's trying hot. to grow it all, all of it is a pain in the dick. Oh, dude. Yeah. It was just, that. it was already like. You got a year of shit looking hair. Right. Easily. Yeah. I did about, I did like six months, and it was starting to, the, it was growing, the bottom part. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it's too fucking hot for this. I want my head shaved. So I went in and I got it shaved. And it's just, that's, I don't give a fuck if this is not in style. I just couldn't care less. This is the way I like that's my hair. That's what makes it good. Yeah. This that's is the way makes I, you, I used to have my hair like this when I was a fucking, in high school. But it was, it was like super, super duper cool back then, right? Well, yeah. But I, again, it was for the same reason. It was easy. My buddy and I, we would shave each other's heads once a week. You know, the bottom part, we both had the same, and I would go in there. I was there. something else. <laughs> no, I would shave his head, and then he'd turn around and shave mine. So we never paid for, no, we didn't have to pay for haircuts. You know, all we had to, you, you wash your fucking head, and you just, you know, you wash your hair, and you just go put a fucking shit in your ponytail and go. You keep saying head, and I just, I'm going to have to. Because you're laughing. a nasty little son I of know, a bitch. I'm a, I'm a fucking dirty whore. You're a devious, de- sexual deviant punk. But, I mean, just the way you say it. Okay. Can we say like, I don't know. Head. My noggin? No, say, say head again. Just one more time. It sounds like you're... My being, head? Yeah. Oh, God. It sounds like you're asking for it. 
It's, it's, Could you sounds, give me some head? Yeah. Because <laughs> I say head and no, like they think I'm going to, to piss or some shit. Yeah. You, know, you say head, it's like sexual. I'm going to run to the it's head. It's got to be the... It's, you're just a gorgeous young let me, Hang on. Let me, let, me, let me give you this. I'm going to go run to the head. Oh, God. <laughs> you're going to go to the head and get head. <laughs> I'm going to uh, piss in your toilet with oh, my dick. Wait, huh? I'm going to piss in your toilet with dick in my hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're getting excited. Uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. No, okay, so back... I'm sorry. Tangents. Yeah, we, we totally got off fucking yeah, course. You, you met... We met there. We met there, and you came... Uh, like, you saw... I, like, I was in there, like, all day. Yeah. Like it seemed like all day filming and sh- like I was filming video, I was shooting photos and I was like going, I was just changing lenses and trying different angles and just mm-hmm. having fun. Cause when the owner of a, a shop tells you, it tells a photographer gives you that access mm-hmm. to, to do whatever the fuck you want. I was like a kid in a candy store. Um, you know, and a lot of photographers don't really always get that access and a lot of them don't because they don't ask, but I asked and I was, I was granted access. Okay. So with that being said, I somehow or another towards the end of my, I was like, all right, I think I've got enough, you know, and you and I just started rapping about social media and, Mm -hmm. and YouTube and, 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 you know, all this stuff. And you had all these fucking ideas and you were coming at me like a hundred miles an hour. And I was blown away. I was like, this dude is like really on his shit. Like, I don't, you know, I don't, I, and you got me pumped up that day. Cause you were like, yeah, I just need somebody. I'll, I'll fucking just pay you to just follow me around. And I'm like, I can I, get down with that. You yeah, know, because like, so I, I got to just stop it for a second because I saw you, you know, changing out lenses and change it. So I dated two photographers. They, they call themselves photographers, but they really legit were. Cindy loved to do weddings. Like, that was her jam. And uh, go for it. Like, after you told me some of the stuff that you've done, I wouldn't. I couldn't. Um, but, and they had the equipment. They had all this stuff. But whenever it came down to it, you look for something in their eyes. Like, for me, I look in their eyes. Yeah. And there's passion there, but it's like a fleeting thing. Oh, it's good enough for now. It's a project for us now. You know, six months later, I put a, a ballet bar in because she did ballet when she was younger, and that lasted like two days. Yeah. So it's just a new thing. But whenever I, I, I watched you, it's like whenever I watch a tattoo artist or whenever I watch someone play a musical instrument, you see confidence, you see ability and skill level, you see that in how they handle everything. And because I'm OCD, and I saw you putting them away, in a specific way. And every time you put them away, now I still watch. It, it it amazes me because it's one of those things where you know somebody knows every little speck of that piece because they've loved that piece for so long of that equipment. When we talked about your, your tripod, I was in awe because I loved it. Yeah. And at the same time, it was kind of funny that you, you, you guys were staring at me and I was like, yeah, check this tripod out. It, it telescopes and it, and you know, it's a, it actually it turns rolls. into a boom arm. I've got a fucking, you know, yeah, I've got a dolly that I can attach to it and it'll roll around. It's and like you guys were just like, I never saw two people in my life so interested in a piece of metal. Right. Or actually it was carbon fiber, but yeah. But it's the, but that was the way you are. And, and I just knew. First of all, two things crossed my mind, and this is going to sound weird, 
But since I'm being transparent, I'm being transparent. <laughs> He's got a big cock, and he knows. <laughs> but it's a confidence the way you handled your, your equipment. I, I brought the big dick energy. Um, but for, seriously, the way you took your shots. See, my mom, she took classes. Yeah. And Casey likes to do photography, and it's one of those mediums that I always wanted to try. But I've tried it, and I don't see what I'm supposed to be looking for. You know, but you take a shot with confidence and it's there and then you take another one and then another one. And I'm like, I wonder if he really knows what he's doing. And then I saw this shit. I saw it and I was like, I wonder if he'll be my best friend. But I looked at it like that from before course, I even saw man. your shots. I looked at the way you were handling all your equipment and how you took your shots. And I thought he's setting up what and I tried to imagine why. Like I was supposed to be tattooing. Yeah. Like the thing is, is at that point I was tattooing nonstop all day. The only time I take a break is if I had to use the bathroom. Right. And that's hard to do. Oh yeah. But to watch you do that, I stopped my session and I started to talk to you about what I wanted us to do. Like immediately I wanted you to do stuff for me. And, uh, cause I don't see things the way you do. Photographers have an innate way to, that, that they see the world around them much like, painters do except whenever someone like me like myself whenever i paint or whenever i tattoo something for myself for fun it's it's usually something that i kind of just like to do when you photograph you're photographing something you had no hand in making no hand in creating and then you turn it into something completely unseen by my eye and many others like you show, show us something it's about see. capturing a moment in time yeah like um when i'm especially with people like when i was in that shop that day mm-hmm. i was i was like a, like a fucking cheetah looking for a gazelle you know, I mean, I was looking for that shot. I was like looking for an angle. I was looking for um, the, I knew it, I had in my mind already, you know, I could look at each of each of the people in there and say, okay, I have images in my head of what I want to get. And I would see them arch or put a certain, you know, their arm a certain way. And I would say, okay, this is where I need to be right here. And I would if I couldn't frame it properly, if I couldn't compose it properly, but I would, I would move around, you know, you, that's just how you do it. You, you compose the shot, how you want to, you take the shot and you know, they don't always come out great. You know, I probably shot that day. I mean, I probably took over a thousand photos, you know, and I only shared with the team you know, you and that team, maybe 20 photos that day. Hmm. You know, but that's just how life goes with photography. I mean, you know, you don't always, but it's like, I wanted to capture what your essence is what I was trying to get. And I found it in some of the photos that I took Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, like I'm sad that, you know, I didn't, I wasn't able to do everything that I wanted to do because I wanted to get interviews with, uh, the, the, with the shop owner and, um, I did get it. I got a 30 minute interview with the owner of Grumpy's, which I'm happy to have now because that motherfucker is expanding like nobody's business. Yeah, we got and one over he here said now. that on the recording, on the interview, he actually told me my plan is to expand and expand and, and grow this business and grow this company. And, uh, and he's done exactly that. 
Yeah. Fast. Um, and, and he's like the third no owner of that oh, really? company. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yep. He did not start it originally, but. I know they're always busy. Oh yeah. my gosh. Well, be, and, and, and it really took off when he took over because he was very business minded and he knew what the fuck he needed to do. What is that though? I mean, what be is good that? to your people. Yeah. You know, uh, take care of your people. They'll take care of you. Make sure all your shit is like, he's very honest. Like they're, they have good food. They take care of their food. It's not garbage. Yeah. They don't do, everything's fresh. But on some level, it, it steers away from the kitchen and turns and, and. It's moves, customer service. Moves to customer service, but then steers away from that. And now you're dealing with the financial obligations and, and all those things. There's the, got to be some sort of, there's got to be something there that they know. Well, that, I'm sure he invested or what have you, but. The main thing is it's a conglomeration of all of those things. And he's good at all of that. You know, if you want to learn about business, if maybe you and I ought to take a fucking road trip over and go see Daniel, I'd love uh, to. you know, and, and just pick his brain. It's the same guy that I remember. Uh, His name is Daniel uh, DeLeon. I believe that's his, DeLeon, I believe is how you pronounce it. I always fuck it up. I fucked it up when I interviewed him. Yeah. Yo, yeah, I completely forgot his name. I was so nervous. <laughs> I had it written down and it was in front of me on a piece of paper and I fucking forgot his name. I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is your name? And I asked him that. Did and you really? I did. I love that. And I was like, ah. But it was Egg still. on your face. None, nonetheless, it came out. It was a good interview. I, I, I got it on video and audio. I mean, it was great and it sounds and looks great. So. With that and with the footage I got in both the places, and I can still go and add to it, you know, anytime I want. But it may be something that I eventually finish. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing stopping you from still interviewing them. But the point is, that was the day we met. Yeah. And, you know, this came about later on. That was, what, how long ago was that? That was, that was a, while a year ago. ago. Yeah. That's crazy. And whenever I saw, and by the way, whenever I saw, this is going to, so true nature. I told you earlier, nothing is ever selfless with me. So I remember you had Jurgen on, and I watched it or I listened. Yeah, listened, we didn't video. This was audio. And I could again animated mind. I can see him, and you know, and whenever there's a laughter or whenever there's whatever, I'm like, I missed somebody that I saw daily. Yeah, you know. And then, and then, and for them to be there with you, I was also thinking, well, why didn't I ever get to be there? You know? Yeah. So there was that. And then you made a post on Facebook where you said something about, you know, the guys in the shop and everything. And I was like, I used to be there. So there was a lot of sentiment there. Yeah. But whenever, whenever I reached out genuinely, I reached out because I knew that I should have been there too. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, there's this, there's this selfish part of that where I was like, yeah, I wanted to learn about the podcasting, but also <laughs> I wanted to be part of it. I want to be a part of your life. You know, <laughs> I want to be a friend. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so, yeah. Well, but, and, and I couldn't have asked for him whenever I met you, you started showing me this other stuff with you and Marcus and there's so much talent that I didn't know existed with, with just one person. And then you add another one in there. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> the things y'all could do with the camera. I cried. I cried uh, whenever I listened or whenever I watched that. Just 
a, a smidgen of a tear. I'm not. I'm not going to go too far, but it was. It was. It hit right yeah. in the stomach. So you can, if you can convey that, that's true art. That's not. I look at tattooing as it's. It's kind of like a social thing. But that is true so art. funny that you say that because you know how you. And, and and this is this is another parallel or whatever because how you see me, I see what you do and the art that you create. Not just it's not just the you know the the, the tattooing. It's the 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 art that you draw, the paintings that you do. I mean everything that you do. I mean the shit you build. I mean you're you like you blow my mind away. Like every time I come over here, it's like something else has changed, and you know, it's just like different. Something's different. Trying you, to impress you, ho. Oh. Well, you yeah, but you have the I... skills. It doesn't matter what your motivation is. You have the skills. Oh, and you know what? I will say the only thing that I will say that I really truly know that I can. I like. I like creating. Like I like building shit. Do you think that I didn't want to impress you when I was shooting that video? Even if, even though I was using my cell phone, I like oh, I, it was just easier to move around with the phone. Just but so fucking cool. Like I, I, all the photos I took, the I, I thought about he's going to look at these and he's going to watch this and it's going to be. I want it to be good and I want him to be impressed. So oh, I think I think that we feed each other that way, Absolutely. and I think it's cool. You know, um, I can't wait to feed more and more and more and more more because, like, I got so many ideas. And I yeah, don't as really long as you're know. not trying to feed me cock, I'm good. No, but. no, you know, unless it's like you know, <laughs> bird cock, you know, maybe. But I don't even think we need to eat that shit either, because uh, I don't know if that's true. But I heard like cocks, they they have two dicks. My Birds? dad, used, my dad, yeah, my dad used to say, that, you know, oh, I have no roosters, idea. Roosters had two wieners. Maybe I don't uh, know. Could you imagine? I could. They have to sleep with like. They could have you imagine like, having two dicks? They they're supposed to have twenty four hens to, or something. Holy like shit, it. dude! I would never leave the house. My cock got killed by the other cock because my dad went and got two cocks, but not enough hens. All I'm saying is, mine was pretty. I would mine have to white. have. Well, you'd have to have four balls Fluffy to fill them dicks. Um, well, no, I think maybe, I think maybe they don't. You have don't to know. have two sacks. Have you ever seen two? Have you ever seen a cock on a hen? No. I have seen a horse it's, dick. It's brutal as fuck. There was a guy that like, there was, you know, there's a group. Well, I think they made it illegal now, but there was before it was like, I don't know where the fuck was. It was like, please don't say they fuck horses. Oh, they did. What? Oh, they did. And these guys were not gay. They were just, they were just dudes that like to get fucked because they hits their prostate. Wait, and, ooh, ooh. Yeah. You don't need a horse penis to no, his prostate. No, he died. Oh, I bet he did. He ruptured his colon oh and he fucking God. died. What happened? Yeah. Like, did the horse go loose on him or something? Uh, dude, you when a horse gets ready to fuck, they fuck. I've seen. Oh wait, and their dick is longer than my arm. I've I'm, seen in the pasture one time. It was dragging the dirt. Dude, now, I love my wiener. My cock better not ever hit that dirt because I don't want it to get chafed. I don't want it. To, I want it to be nice and smooth and soft. Yeah. That horse was a dumbass. All I'm saying is, could you I mean, imagine I, gallop? If he galloped with that thing, it hit him in the fucking. I'm face. just saying. Well, he must have been a, one of the one of a stud at some point because they get you know they're. Uh, what studs so get bigger dicks? Well, and then in the animal world, if you didn't know this, uh-huh. but uh, apparently, and they say that it goes over to uh, humans as well. But like in the animal world, your dick and balls are proportionately. Uh, is 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 proportionate to the amount of um, prom- promiscuity and your partners. 
So uh, yeah. Explain, so if you explain. if you have a bunch, of, if you've got like all these mares and they're yeah. out fucking all these studs, your dick gets bigger and shit. You yeah, you have to, babe. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're gonna. But have look, to start. like if you look at apes and like like gorillas, I don't need more. I just need. I don't need more peep and I don't need more. No, I'm horses. just saying. But like if gorillas, because they mate one person uh-huh. or one person, one other gorilla. That's why I got small. They dicks. have little tiny dicks and little small balls. But they they scary as fuck. Well, they're like 900 pounds and can rip you limb from limb. Right. Yeah. But then that's nice also little... another reason they don't give a fuck about their dick. Yeah, they don't have to care. <laughs> but now horses. Apparently they fucking everything. Apparently, yeah. So you tell. So by that, by that, by that. It's theory. just a theory. Okay, but by that theory though, if you took, let's say, a pig, who's got, I guess, a squirrely like hook of a penis right. or whatever. What? I, I have no idea. I, I, I heard that it's we like can a, Google it, but like I it's mean. a corkscrew or some shit. <laughs> how does that? How how does that even work? And secondly, if they had a lot of promiscuity. Would it get bigger? And would it be a bigger corkscrew, or would it just fill in the corkscrew negative spice space? I don't know. I and don't know. Could you imagine having a corkscrew dick? I can. I totally can. Yeah. I'd have a swing, but I can. I just want to be able to, like, bend it like this when I'm inside and do it, you know, like. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I've, well, now. Like I've a seen, tail, like a dog tail. You when, know, you they split, can, when you split a penis, it can do that. Split. I'm sorry. Come again. Okay. So, like, I worked with a, t- a tattoo artist Isn't... slash piercer. He split his tongue, and each one worked individually. Same sure. thing with your penis. Each one works individually. So, if you split it, that's why back in the day, whenever people were doing these exotic so body hold modifications, on. you split your penis. Yes. Yes. It's a slow process. Like down the middle. Link, and so it's like this. Yes, yes. But why? So that they both <laughs> work independently. <laughs> And by the way, is it like a worm? It grows like a whole nother body. Like what the fuck? Look, Google it. Look at the image. I don't want it's to. Going that shit to makes blow me blow your mind. Our body, the way that they can uncomfortable. It. Yeah. That makes oh, me very uncomfortable. uncomfortable. I mean, totally uncomfortable. I, I will support I you, you if you want to get your dick split. But I'm just saying, it makes me uncomfortable. Wait till you see it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't love you less. Um, no, I wouldn't have it in my dick. No, I like it too much. But yeah, I like mine in one piece. But it's kind of like think about that for a second. Didn't you have two small dicks? I just thought about that. Why would you want? I'd rather have a big cock than yeah, two just small. one big one's good. Yeah, I've I've met a lot of women that don't even care what size cock you want you have, because they only can get off clitorally. I know externally. I guess is the correct term. Yeah, external. But yeah, they don't like no matter how hard you fuck them, no matter how big your dick is, they're not getting off. They're gonna go in the bathroom and rub their clit until they fucking come. Usually, aren't those women the ones that are like I guess pent generic, up? Huh? I believe I would say pent up. They don't know how pent to let up, go. But also, usually they got like careers that demand a lot from them it's possible yeah. it, it it could be in any number of things it could be why like you know when men have a lot of stress they they experience ed you know what i mean it could be something like that but i think it, it could also just be a physical thing they just physically can't come until you fuck you know flick the bean oh yeah well, you know that'd be sucky yeah it's very emasculating. maybe if they, if they tried a vaginal pump but you know then again you can't say emasculating anymore because no one wants to hear that bullshit what? Because nobody gives a fuck about us. Well, I've been <laughs> I've been emasculated, and they can eat my dick. Yeah, I, I've ejaculated my emasculation. Oh yeah. Whoa, uh, that's a song. <laughs> I know, right? That's a really good song. Band name. Ejaculation. Yeah, every every podcast name that I've come up with would make a good episode name. 
And it would make a better episode name than an actual podcast name. Or. But I kind of like human. Talk about your book. You got all these after like two years and you got like 40 million episodes, right? Yeah. Or however many. You take those and now you take those and put them in the calendar. And you know those calendars that like someone picks it up and reads, oh, it's inspirational. Oh, today you will fucking do something. Well, yours has every podcast. Yes. Title. Mm. And maybe podcast. Who knows? They got cars that make music. Maybe they have cars that do podcasts. Maybe. A million I've, I've actually been recording myself every morning when I go to work. <laughs> I've been doing a uh, daily thought. Oh, no. And uh, see, I, just whenever I think, just whenever I think you're you're just awesome, you throw in something that totally. Well, you know what you is, are an old soul. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, I am. Well, I when I was a kid, when I was even into like my later year, my teenage years, my formative years, my fighting years, whatever. Mm-hmm. I never fought shit, but anyways, uh, cold maybe. But uh, no, I, I always I would <laughs> I would hang out with like my grandparents. I would hang out with older people. When I was nineteen, I was hanging out with there were these there was a guy I used to work with. He was an older guy. Uh, Could have been my dad, you know. He was in the Outlaws, and he worked for Winn Dixie. How old? I don't know his age, but he was older than me. Back then, Uh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, How many years ago? Like, uh, you're asking me to do math right now, and well, like, were you a kid? Like, I was 19. I'm 44 now. Okay, so that's I can't count that. So yeah, it was a good 30 years ago. Yeah, right? No, 20. 30 years ago, you were 20. didn't mean you're 50 now. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm horrible I, at math. I can't do math. I'm just telling you, I um, just did it. <laughs> but no, I, like he would like, we would go out to the county dock out in Mandarin and, and we would hang out and like there were all his buddies, all the old like mechanics and they would just go down there and drink beers and hang out and bullshit because they didn't want to go home to their wives. And I would go <laughs> hang out with them and I would learn shit from these dudes and I, I mean, in, in, they thought I was just hanging out. I was listening and I was learning about life and all the fucking tribulations. And what and to the, not do and what to Pretty do. much. They, yeah. they were a bunch of fuck ups. But, you know, it was yeah, just, a, it was, I would rather hang out with those guys and just learn shit than a bunch of people my age that didn't know shit. Mm-mm. They, no, our age, we didn't know shit. Yeah. And if you. <laughs> no, I mean, none of I us. Mean, the do. first time I was, the first, I don't know about you. We talked about this too. It's so much that we've talked about. The first time I had sex, I, I I don't know what it was. What was wrong with me? I was I had this idea that I could control when I made it go in or whatever without yeah. my hands. Uh-huh. So I tried so hard. Yeah, I bet that was a fucking mess. It was a fucking mess. God bless Jennifer Wrestler. Oh, you had to say her name. I had you to just put her on blast what? like that. She earned it that <laughs> night because, like, I I was like. I thought. <laughs> Did she like do the shoehorn thing and slit it in um, for you? No, but like at one point I was like nibbling on. I thought nibbling on her nipples, and, and she was like moaning. I was, I, I remember so vividly saying, "Oh, you like that, don't you?" While I'm slipping my dick out, it's not. I can't make it. Yeah, deep. we're a mess. Yeah, we're she's a like, mess. no, it hurts. She's like, no, it it, it really hurts. I'm yeah. like, oh fuck. So I faked it. I faked it. Yeah. Person. Well, it probably helped for me. That I never slept with a virgin. Oh, she wasn't a virgin. Oh. Well, was even like my, my first, 
My first was a lesbian. Well, well, that's yeah. My first was someone who was actually attracted to me, but she was telling me for months before we fucked that she was going to take my virginity, and she was excited about oh, it. Great. And is. she had a kid, so you know she fucked. I mean, at least once. So what was she? What was she waiting on? I don't really know. We we timing. I think it was just about timing, and I didn't realize at that moment that she was dating someone. I had uh, no yeah. clue. Yeah. I didn't find that out until much further into our, but she turned me into a monster. <laughs> Literally. What do you mean? I wanted to fuck night yeah. and day. I did not want to do anything. I don't want to eat. I don't want to sleep. I just wanted to put my dick in something. I was like, I mean, that's how I am. Like when with, with certain person, you know, now <laughs> they, I mean, let's Hey, be, good. That's that, good. That's what I'm trying to say. Like you have it. Yeah. And you go, damn. Now for, Mine sucked. The first four years sucked. Yeah. I was lucky that way. Yeah. We're not all lucky. You know, but you know what? I'm glad you were lucky. Me too, dude. I want I everyone to be lucky. I wouldn't have known. I, I, but I, I also missed out on the awkward, like, you know, fucking, like you were like fucking fumbling, trying to get it oh. in, you know, like fucking, you know, like. You're not missing nothing? No, I, I just, I had always, invi- I was such a fucking bitch. When I was younger, okay? So when I started thinking about sex, I was like, yeah, I was already looking at porn and all that shit, but not as heavy, you know? But I was like, when I have sex, I want to have sex with someone my age and someone uh, maybe uh, like another, like two virgins, you know? Like we're both learning Uh together, you know? I mean, like I, I wanted to to be like a really special like moment that we shared. Yeah. It was totally gay. No, it wasn't gay. <laughs> no, it wasn't gay. I mean, honestly, you, you're, you're going that route and, and G a Y E. Okay. Going gay. That route. And honestly, that was, that was a really respectful. Or, yeah. But know, I ended up thought. getting, I got hooked up with a freak and she turned me out. And from that moment, I would pick her up when she would go on lunch break. I would go and pick her up from her lunch break and take her home and bang the shit out of her and then send her back to work hungry and fucked. Yeah. And it was, it didn't last very long. No, but that sounds really good. Hungry and fucked. That's not going to be our podcast God name. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have people that have that don't aren't in the BDSM or sexual world at some point on the show. I, I I do too, but you know, and they're not. You, you can't ask like, you know, fucking uh, the weatherman to come sit in on if, a, on the uh, podcast. Hungry? What's and his fun. name? What's that guy? John Cantori, Joe Cantori, I don't Cantarini. know. If he's not on Channel Four, I don't know. All I know is like I'd Richard like to, Nunn is not going to come sit on our. Well, podcast. I'd like to have that Joe Cantori guy on because you know what? He's a good damn. He's a good damn weatherman. Well, oh, that's the that's the hurricane guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If you see him in Jacksonville, we're fucked. Yeah. We're not gonna have a podcast that day. I uh, that. Yeah, we will. Fuck it. I, oh, I got battery power. We can run oh, on the, batteries. I forgot the podcast pro. Though. Yeah. Road uh, needs to send us another one. This one's getting old. And yeah. It's on its last leg. <laughs> for free. You just you just you know just have a second one. No, because remember this was on its last leg, and we won't go with any other brand besides Road. Right. Or maybe. I'm, I'm, I would prefer if they're going to send us anything like maybe like four procasters, like I'd be good with that. I would love those. Yeah. 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 Or some cameras. 
I don't know. I Some will cameras. say I would settle for like uh, for sure SM7Bs, the four hundred dollar each mics. If they uh, if Shore wants to cough it up, you know. But see now the review that Tom Buck put out was that it's not a tank road. They build tanks. They do build some really yeah. solid microphones, yeah. but he does say, and he's been using in his in his in his vlogs and his videos, he's been using that Shure SM7B a lot. Yeah, he know. likes the sound of it. It's flashy too. Well, it just it it is a traditional radio style microphone. It's used in studios everywhere. It's been around for a hundred years. I don't like old shit. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the that's tank. why we're hanging with road i know because they're a newer company From and Australia, they, yeah i can't do it australia and they're kicking ass eh? they're kicking ass. Arse, arse, <laughs> get out of my head you fuck i'm trying uh oh. <laughs> well we're at an hour and 50 you want to start calling it or you want to call um it? yeah is there anything that you want to say uh, before we jet no i i don't know we didn't finish our story about coming together but you know we'll, we'll finish it on I another know. one um oh, basically I just want people to know that we you you're guaranteed to hear content more similar to this. We plan on having uh, a slew of guests. I mean, honestly, they whenever they see that we've done this, there's one that's going to want to know why they weren't here. And honestly, you can eat a dick. I, it's the one that you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and here's the thing. You know, I'm all for personal gain. People want to use things for their personal gain. But uh, if you're going to use us for personal gain, we might we better get something out of it as well. So um, and that's fine. But yeah, I agree. you and I are a couple of honest dudes who like want to create something really cool and really special. And if somebody's going to come in and detract from that, I don't want them. I don't, either. I don't want them on the show. I want to be I want to be as transparent as i can be without let's say putting someone else's business on the street which is not right. my position i want to be transparent people know what's going on and eventually when we have a guest or if we do something like you've done before where people can ask questions i want it to be people that are real people mm-hmm. fake is not where i'm at no, no. That, that, none of this is scripted yeah none of it i mean not, i can't stand fake no, I, I I tried on uh, you know on on Alana and I's podcast Kitchen Table Discussions shameless plug, uh, go check us out. Oh, they upload like, every Monday. Like it. I mean, it's, it's seamlessly um, good. But we um, we tried in the beginning to script a bit, and then it went to bullet points, and then it went to. I told her one day I was like, you know, I'm not going to do that shit anymore. She said, why? I said because it's it. I'm too busy trying to work in the next bullet point and reading the bullet points and like thinking about what I'm going to say to even listen to what you're saying. Yeah. So I'm not, you're not getting a reaction out of me. You're getting, you're not getting, the you're getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the whole time you talk and that's it. So it, it, when we cut that shit out, it just, it started becoming more organic. Mm-hmm. Um, it flowed better. The hour was over. We only do an hour. And the hour was over, it seemed like in 10 minutes, you know, so it was just like, and then when we started adding Tiki at 30 minute mark, we call Tiki and it's just like, we don't even have to think anymore because that woman is brilliant. She just, she just talks and everything she says is hilarious. Not, not just that, but like the, the supportive as she is about. Oh yeah. She loves it. I I gotta say, I gotta say like she reached out. Yeah, I know. She told me. And, um, 
and now that I follow her and she follows me on, on Facebook, I think it's Facebook. I got to tell you, that woman is a powerhouse. Like to, everything that she's done and really it's amazing. Had, had no help. No, that's crazy. If, if young women need a role model to look up to, if they're wanting to start a business, if they are thinking about being a, a, a an entrepreneur, that is your role model right mm-hmm. there. She's, she has like five kids. I don't know. I have to actually, I need to find out exactly the exact number. She's got a lot. She's got a lot of kids and she does everything. She was raised them on her own, mm-hmm. uh, without any help from a man. She started a fucking business on her own. She started out and I don't know if you heard the story, our first interview with her. I think that she talked about how she started out. She used to buy, um, I want to say she would buy um, like sex toys and go to, and she had a box that her uncle Brian, uncle Brian, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that he made for her to like a display box that she yeah. would carry around and she would go to strip clubs and she'd go in the back and she what? would talk to the strippers and show them all the toys and they would buy from her. And that's kind of like, as she started getting her name around and when she built up and saved up enough, she just opened a shop. That's fucking amazing. Isn't that cool? Because, yeah. And she's the just one. think about that. She's got a truck of cocks. <laughs> yeah. And bullets. Mm-hmm. Cocks and bullets. Oh, my God. Get the fuck out of here with cocks. Uh, anyway, and she's <laughs> going around and she's showing her wares to all yeah. of them. And selling them, you know, yeah. like Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago we had a truckload of stuff that was given to us. I couldn't even give it away. If I had known about her. Literally, you I stock threw her it, up. I filled half a dumpster up with all this shit. Yeah, I could have just given it to her, and yeah. she could have sold it because it was really, really good stuff. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, she—I don't know. She's just very inspirational, and it, and she is one of the you know a lot of people are like Gary V, Gary V, and he's cool. He is, and cool. he says a lot of cool shit that's motivating. But that woman is one of the reasons that I am wanting to take the leap of faith with you. And to really get into this and and go forward with the business idea that we have that we're not going to talk about yet. All I can tell you is we're cooking some shit and it's not meth. And it's not strippers. Wait, we can't cook strippers. No, but we can damn damn sure have them on a podcast. I mean, so it wasn't too long ago that I was offering porn stars that had shitty tattoos to do it for free. There's porn stars in Jacksonville? Oh, there's porn stars. Uh, are, yes, there's one. I need to meet these girls. Um, well, the thing is, is like I'm the, looking to get into the movies. Uh, well, <laughs> the, the, okay, so Shannon, uh, she used to date a guy that was part of the whole th- the scene, and I was talking to him. He was going to come out right before COVID. Amy probably remembers this, and we were going to go have. The, we started. We had a phone meeting, and he liked my concept. He was going to start me off with four porn stars. Um, it, it's really not so much about like the sex. It's about I got to watch you fuck and you're, you got like this nasty tattoo on you. Let me make it better. Right. Uh, and then, and then out from that, everyone starts talking it's about noble. It. Yeah. And everyone starts talking <laughs> about this one tattoo that's coming out of this one woman. It's an octopus. That's yeah. Yeah. And it's very well I done. I follow her on Instagram. Yeah. Deza. Yeah. It's very well done. And that's where I was like, well, see now it says her career leaps and bounds after she got that tattoo. Let's help their career and at the same time get some camera time. And we never really got any further after that because COVID hit. So, 
Yeah. Well, that would be definitely something that would be interesting to to have on a podcast. And especially since I don't like strip clubs, I'm going to love it. It's I love that, strip clubs. That's that, like my favorite pastime. Well, <laughs> if I had more money, if I was a millionaire, I'd live in a fucking strip club. Well, it's club. not that I get despised. I make it rain every five just, minutes. It's just, I am the type of guy that walks in that strip club and I'm like, Fuck, I got to Okay, yeah. Well, but those girls have to fund. eat too, man. They huh? got, they got, yeah, they got school to pay for. Oh, no. They got I mean, kids the sex, to uh, look, put the food in their industry, mouths. They are. That's a job. I don't baby. judge the sex industry. I love the sex industry. I it's love just, sex workers. I see certain people on that stage whenever I see someone on that stage. Gotcha. Right? So it's like a personal thing. It's a, well, it's a personal thing because, like, I don't want to see that person. Well, thing. what I would tell you about that, and I don't like fake titties. You I mean, have to let go. Titties. Come on now. You got to let go at some point. I will. When they start bringing women that have real boobs on there. Well, the problem I have is the last time we went and, um, you know, we like to go down to the one off, what is it, Blanding, uh, the gold club? Uh, or no, Solid Gold. Sorry. Solid, oh, Solid Gold. So that's where we go, yeah. you know. Um, Her Solid Gold's good, though. It's very good. It's yeah. beautiful since they, you know, when the place burned down, they built a new one there mm-hmm. and it's just great. Yeah, I met I met the the owner of the club, Rock. He's really really fucking cool. My buddy uh, is really good friends with him, and every time I go with him, we go in through the back door. <laughs> he sits us in a VIP area and brings like three or four girls to come over and sit with us the whole time we're there. Yeah, so we have fun, you know, and it's fucking fun, and they're awesome chicks. These girls are awesome. They are funny. They're funny. They're smart. I mean, a lot of people don't take the time to actually get to know them. Oh no, because they they, they they're just regular girls, but they just take their fucking clothes off yeah. for their job. It's no different I wish than everybody them took gr- their clothes. I wish I could take. I wish everyone could take their clothes off. Well, the yeah, about that. I mean, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid, but I, I'm not. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just and saying. I, like I could never, I, I was offered to go to a uh, a, a nudist yeah. beach this week, and I said no oh. because a I don't want to. No one ever offers me. Huh? Oh, there's a reason. Go ahead. And oh yeah. Well, I don't. I don't want to be. I don't like to be walking around out in the public nude. It's just never something I've ever been oh, yeah. even put in my brain. But I also know that nudist colonies are not like. Uh, it's not like you're walking into a set of a porn where everybody's perfect. No. You're gonna see a bunch of old motherfuckers mm-hmm. with wrinkly skin and balls dragging the ground, yeah. like that horse you were talking about earlier. Absolutely. Well, I used to go to lifestyle gym, and it was all old people. Yeah. And you took showers in there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't take showers at a gym. I go home and shake. Yeah, like it's a personal conquest of mine. I got to take that shower there now. No. Well, the. Because especially place if I'm where the we go to the there, gym, my dick's going to be the nicest one in the room. The gyms we go to have stalls, so there's none of that. You don't see other oh, people. Oh, well, I was trying to stalls, but I'm still seeing some old cock. No, I'm not trying to see that. Old cock. Uh, that's traumatic for me, yeah. okay? Because. That's when where I was we're going, kid, buddy. That's when I was a kid, headed. my friend Craig took us to, his mom took us to the YMCA. Oh, and oh, we went, yeah, oh. baby. We went. We just wanted to go swimming in the pool. Oh, but when you the thing about the pool is you put your clothes. You got to change, <laughs> and then you change back. No and kid needs to be these old. To the, no, that, uh, there was like eye level old man cock and balls in my face because because lifestyle was like old man like professional groomed saggy balls and dick. Yeah, this with the Y. Oh. No, not happening. No, no. So, anyways, not to deviate from what we were saying earlier, but you hopefully you'll stick with us and you'll be looking forward to all the cool shit we're going to come out with. Oh yeah! And eventually, 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 we'll be live streaming this bitch. Cameras, 
made a mistake. I was warned against it. Made some. Well, bad. we're going to try and make them work, but the problem is we don't see each other enough to really tinker with them enough. I say we just move in. It's the same house. <laughs> That's not bad. I mean, we could. Well, we're close enough to where that doesn't need to happen. So, I'm like literally down the street from there. I don't really. It takes I, like five I minutes. Haven't even to get been there. to your house, man. Well, Hooker, you could have got out of bed and came over. Um, <laughs> you could have not woken up late. <laughs> yeah, well, it's no. all good, man. It's I was actually good. look honestly. <laughs> I was getting some ass. So it's, it's, no, I figured, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah, I got some. I got some later on. I mean, yeah, isn't that cool that we're at this age and we're? St- I'm getting more at this age than I got in my friends. Yeah. Well, it's quality. Oh, it's more than quality. Well, no, I'm just saying I got a lot. No, you you're right. No, you're right. I, I am getting more now, but I would also beg to the diff, well, not to differ, but to say I would beg the the, the point is the fact that. The pussy that I'm getting now is quality. Yeah. It's a higher quality. Because they know what to do with it. They do. And then they know what they like. They don't fuck around. They nope. get to the point. They, they tell get you there, if you get there, they get there. They tell then, you yeah. what they want, when when they want it, where you need to be. It's not my job to give it to you. You get it and then I'll get mine. That's right. Well and when with, with with Alana, it's like the way it is with us is if we are both of the mind that if you don't get your nut, that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. It, like you said one time, pussy for dummies. Oh my God, she's it's got so a pussy parallel. Same thing, pussy yeah. for dummies. And and honestly, it's indestructible. It's all yeah. like you oh can my put God. a bomb in there. Yeah, you can't hit it hard enough. Oh, I know. It's so. weird. Well, well, I guess that's a good place to wrap it up, it right is, there. I think so. I think it's like pussy <laughs> you can't is. Hit it it's hard always enough. good. Yeah. <laughs> so Jim, thank you. Omar, thank you. Till next time, I guess. Absolutely. This was fun, man. Sure. Okay. Sure. All right. Bye, bitches. Bye. Cue the music. Man.